Jersey Judah, and I'm back. Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. <clears throat> no music introduction. I just tried to go through this video. It didn't want to work. So what I will be doing instead is going through another video. And I do not want to go through any BS this time. So instead, I will just go to the Dead Pill Reacts. We're going to be talking about Hassan Campbell getting shot today. Hassan Campbell getting shot today. What is it all about? Is it real? Is it fake? What's going on? Um, Dead Pill Reacts. We're going to go through that. Then I got the actual live video. So here we go. We got an ad. That's cool. Anticipated that. TikTok, go oh, fuck yourself. What else we got here? <coughs> Timu, whatever Japanese shit is, go fuck yourself. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, yo, like, subscribe. Let's get let's it. Let's go. Take the second exit on Westchester Avenue. I need to get to the hospital quick. <laughs> Now, keep in mind, before this happens, this is this is when he got shot. Now, he was talking crazy like homie was crashing out for real, for real. He wasn't at his house like he usually is. He wasn't in his car like he is every now and then, which I noticed he stopped recording in his car. So something happened. Because that nigga used to always record in his car like me. I recorded my car notoriously. Um. But he showed up to the project building that he grew up in, in Bronx, New York, <clears throat> talking a whole bunch of shit about, I don't even know. We'll get to some more of that in detail, but keep in mind, he's driving right now. He's driving himself to the hospital after allegedly being shot. Once again, the shooting was not on camera, but it is said, if you look closely at the end of the video, Before he has to rush into the car, you see like two masked men walking up to him. So, I mean, brutal. Shot, son. What y'all telling me? Exactly. What is the world telling me? Cash, you get $50 million. For being in a relationship that she don't like. But I can't even get no attention for the shit that was done to me in Bronx River. Yeah, ain't no way I'd be outside the projects wilding like this, man. You do this inside your home, you know what I mean? And that's the thing. Shout out to Dead Pill Reacts. That's the thing. Like, he's been known for doing this shit at his house. And matter of fact, I'm not even going to lie to you. I've seen a couple of videos where this nigga went live at the projects, but he has some street niggas with him. He went live before in the projects with street niggas with him. Like they were with him. Like nothing was going to happen to him that night. This is broad daylight, my nigga. 
shit gets shaky at all times. He's by himself, Dolo. Now, during the video, you hear niggas that fuck with Hassan in the background, like, keep doing your thing, etc., etc. But they're not popping out for him. Like, they're not willing to throw their lives away for Poppy. You dig? And by the way, they call him Poppy. That's his nickname. Pause. But they call Hassan Campbell Poppy. Ain't nobody coming out there and and, and picking up the hammer for him. Not at that moment. Alleged, uh, allegedly. But yeah, man, this nigga's really in front of a project building, styling, going crazy by himself. It would have actually been probably worse if he had niggas with him because they would they would essentially be crash test dummies. Cause anybody that knows Hassan Campbell, they know he's known for talking shit. You dig? Like that's that's he's known for talking shit. But not just talking shit, but when he talks shit, he talks shit. <coughs> Plus, this nigga's had <coughs> traumatic uh, experiences with alleged rap. I mean, one of the first one of the first families of hip hop, Zulu Nation. Um, wild allegations about Africa Bambata about African Bambata uh, participating in boy love activity. We'll just call it that. Participate in a lot of boy love activity and allegedly cost uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the, the niggas that came up were allegedly molested by Africa Bambata. Hassan Campbell was one of those people who outwardly speaks out about it. All right. Now, here's the here's the issue. You can't be willing to crash out on anybody and everybody who's talking about the situation and not be willing to crash out on Africa Bambata. If that's what happened to Hassan Campbell, it would be idiotic for a person to be mad that nobody's supporting him on the issue and is willing to fight and crash out on him rather than the person who caused all of it. But yeah, man, Hassan is wildin'. What the fuck is y'all telling me? What is, what is, you, what is y'all telling me? What is the world, what, 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 are, what are we saying? I didn't ask nobody for money. What are y'all telling me? What is y'all telling me? <clears throat> what is y'all telling me? Conan. Stop calling my f- Phone. Cooning. I'm in the hood. Y'all know where to find me. 14.50. And drops the Addy. And drops the Addy. This nigga is on a crash course. There were people, and I'm going to tell you how fucked up his supporters are, right? We know half of Hassan Camel's supporters are really haters, right? We all know that. During the live video, while he's talking this shit, Everybody in the in the in the comment section is antagonizing. Crash out, Hassan, crash out, go in. Yeah, yeah, talk that shit. There was only a few people that said, yo, leave. Yo, what are you doing there? Get out of there. Yo, why are you spazzing? Leave. There's only a few people telling him. 
He's about to crash out, all right? Nigga, crash out. Wrong stripper. Have it at. Yo, Whoa. you got kids, bruh? You wilder, for real. Whoa, I ain't ducking nothing. Whoa. What are y'all telling me? Whoa. Whoa. What the fuck is y'all telling me? Whoa. What the fuck is y'all telling me? Hold up. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. <laughs> oh, this ain't gonna go viral. I'm going for them, bruv. I don't care, bruv. I'm getting for them, bruv. Hold up, hold I'm going for them, bruv. I'm going for them, bruv. I'm going for them, bruv. I don't care, bruv. That's what his assailants was doing looking at the video. Like, he said, where? He dropped the Addy? Yo, call the homies. We pulling up. Like, yo, not a smart move, champ. I don't care how much of a gladiator you think you are. That is never a smart move. A lot of niggas who died, right, like in a rap game, for example, they died to their own stupidity. They telling niggas where they at, right? They don't got any security measurements. They got maybe a couple goons with guns. They're not on point like that, like a security guard is. That's a fact. Niggas got killed for this shit. Oh, I'm here. I stay over here. Yeah, I be here. Yeah, come see me. Like, nigga's really going to come see you. He shouldn't be. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking bad about Hassan at all. I'm saying he should have expected this with how he was coming. He should have expected this to happen from crashing out. Oh, great. We got nothing but ads. That's cool. Skip. They're going to keep this shit real small. Because don't nobody give a f about the kids in the hood getting f Whoa. Whoa. I don't want to be in the industry. I don't like the industry. I totally disrespect the industry. I'm in the hood. Nobody likes me in my hood. I robbed these niggas. I extorted these niggas. I put these niggas on a car. Yo. Yo. Yo, is this AR Ab? Yo. <laughs> Yo, nigga, crash out. He first got in the streets, he came to me. He hustled, he sold drugs to me. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. <laughs> Yo, Hassan tweaking. Hold on, I gotta bring that back. Yo, this nigga's tweaking. Yo, <laughs> nigga, crash out. Like the industry, I totally disrespect the industry. I'm in the hood. Nobody likes me in my hood. I robbed these niggas. I extorted these niggas. <laughs> Yo. Yo. I put these niggas on a curfew. Whoa. Y'all already seen. I'm in the hood. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Ain't nobody gonna make me go nowhere. Crash out, nigga. But I'm just saying. Go ahead, crash what out. What y'all telling me? <laughs> my life and my pain wasn't worth nothing. <laughs> That's what the fuck y'all telling me? <laughs> Everything I went through as a child. <laughs> Everything I went through wasn't worth nothing. That's what y'all telling me? <laughs> That's what y'all telling my kids? You expect me to give back to a community that ain't give shit to me? What the fuck is y'all telling me? Mm. 
What is y'all telling me? Mm. Where the wolves at? Crash out. Where everybody at? Where the wolves at? So now he's not only he's inviting the problems, and this is what happens, right? When you crash out, like you are inviting all of the negativity. And just like the homie said, don't you got kids, brother? Like, that's selfish, man. And it's selfish because you're not only putting yourself at you're not putting you're not only putting yourself in danger, bro. You putting you putting your kids' lives in danger. You putting your family's lives in danger. When you crashing out like this, man. So like I said, it's a crazy situation. You know, I do find a lot of things that Sam Campbell say to be funny and to make a lot of sense, but I'm not a crash test dummy. And he was talking, I was I was listening to another live because it made me want to listen to a couple of lives from Sam Campbell. And he was talking about how KRS-One had labeled him as some shit and said that, if, of course, KRS-One never said Hassan Campbell's name, but... KRS-One was talking about the allegations against Africa Bambata. Poppy Hassan Campbell is not the he's not the only one with allegations, but he's the only one that's outspoken about it. He went to Doggy Diamonds and talked about it, and which by the way, him and Doggy Diamonds had a fallout. Um Doggy Diamonds has said some disrespectful shit saying that you know, um, Hassan Campbell knew what he was doing when he was messing with uh, Africa Bambata, which is crazy to tell. That's like saying that's like telling the 12 year old who's being sexually abused. Oh, you know what's going on. You know what you were doing. Like, that's what they saying about this man. So he goes, he crashes out. Now, he could have crashed out at his crib and been perfectly fine. But he went to the hood that he used to grow up in. He don't live there anymore. But he talks about how much he goes there. But if you're bringing all this negative attention to this one area, you're not going to be safe. Like, that's just a reality. Like, if you're dropping locations and just doing live videos thinking nothing's going to happen, not the case. What the f is everybody telling me? Crash out. My story wasn't worth shit. Nigga, crash out. Nigga, crash out. <laughs> My story wasn't worth shit. I ain't asked for no money. Yikes. <laughs> I asked for street justice. Cut me to get that. Yikes. I swear to God, y'all niggas better not say nothing to me. Word to my mother. Word to my mother. Word to my mother. Bronx River, everybody. I'm talking to all of y'all. Word to my mother. I'm and yes, he is on camera. He is in the hood yelling. So all the wolves that he was trying to call out, oh, they probably hear him now. Man, these niggas is like, yo, the fuck is all this loud shit going on in the hood? Niggas opening the window like, yo, who's this nigga? Somebody's like, oh, that's Hassan Camel. Yeah, yeah, Poppy did it. They're like, man, fuck this nigga. He need to shut up. 
And you're going to see a whole lot of nigga shit coming up. Hold up. Everybody out this motherfucker. He said. With my motherfucking. Hold up. I'm going to bring that back. He threatened the lives of everybody within the projects. Let me let me bring that back. Very important to, to mention. Hold up. Very important. Hold up. Cut me to get that. I swear to God. Y'all niggas better not say nothing to me. Word to my mother. Word to my mother. Word to my mother. Bro, somebody, everybody. I'm talking to all of y'all. Word to my mother. <laughs> I will kill everybody out this motherfucker. He said he would kill everybody out there. Yo. And see, it's people like this. And I'm talking on this uh, professional level. It's people like this that get mad when they get demonetized. Like, bro, you just threatened to kill everybody in your area, my nigga. Like, what are you doing, guy? Like, even if, if you're a fan of Hassan Campbell and you're watching Hassan Campbell crash out like this, the last thing you're going to do is root the nigga on. Like, yeah, keep doing it. Yeah, fuck these niggas. Yeah. Yeah, because you're setting this nigga up for failure, bro. And like I said, I, I suggest y'all go check out the Hassan Campbell channel, support him, but check out the video. And while the video is going on, look in the comment section. You'll hear people. Well, actually, it's even better because some people actually recorded it while it happened. Or they went back to record the part where, you know, right before he got shot. And the comment section, guys. The comment section is filled with negative, not even negative. It's just filled with niggas really antagonizing this shit. Like, they really want to see this man crash out. With my motherfucking knife, I won't back down from nothing. The hood ain't going to support me. Y'all support niggas. Y'all support niggas that... Worth of my mother. I'm willing to go out all out with everybody. Yikes. Everybody. Step outside. I don't give a f who got a problem. I'm here in Bronx River right now. Y'all don't like me because of what I said. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So now he's backed off from his phone and he's yelling what it seems to be at nobody. So it seems like he's just yelling. So it's just not a good look for homie, yo. It just looked crazy. Like, he looked crazy right now. Let's go. Ain't no talking. Niggas don't like me. Step up right now. Everybody. Burned out. Y'all support niggas that niggas. <laughs> I'm not backing down from nobody. <laughs> Nigga crash out. I'm hook right now. Let's go. Nigga crash out. <laughs> Nigga crash out. What I gotta be Cassie? I ain't asked nobody for 30 million or 50 million. Nah, that. I'm going to keep it real. They wouldn't have gave it to you, brother. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny about the situation. And what he's referring to is what we talked about before with Diddy, you know, surviving Diddy with Cassie, Cassandra, Ventura. 
Um, she took the bag because that's what that's her motive. If she's looking for a settlement, she's looking for money. She's looking for the bag. If she was looking for a true retribution, a retribution, she would have denied the settlement and would have took the shit all the way to court and would have had all the evidence to provide. But she didn't. Hassan Camel has been talking about this situation for a long time. Um, guys in the beginning, like B Stinger, and a, it, those are the only two people that I knew that really jumped out of the window and talked about the situation. <clears throat> the problems that Son Campbell has with a lot of people, it's actually based on the Africa Bambada situation. Sadnetta, who interviewed Hassan Campbell at one point, ended up flipping against Hassan Campbell or Hassan Campbell flipped against him because I think Sadnetta said that the situation just sounded suspicious. Like he didn't really believe Hassan Campbell's story. And then Hassan was like, all right, well, fuck you. So it's a lot of beef. It's a lot of beef surrounding not only him and Sonetta, but him and like street niggas. Because he talks a lot of shit about the streets. And now he's currently in the streets. Like that doesn't make. Oh, man. At Chamberlain University, we believe in. Oh, yeah. Chamberlain University, right? We believe leading with care. Oh, fuck yourself. Let's go. Nah. 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 Not biggest support. So, mind you, like this nigga's in front of a project building. People are walking in and out. So, everybody who's walking in and out is in the view. Now, this is very, 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 very important for the last bit of the video. We're not going through the whole video on this one. This is just a reaction from Dead Pill Reacts. Matter, matter of fact, shout out to Dead Pill Reacts on YouTube. At the end of the live, because I've seen this live. <clears throat> I've seen this already because it was only 25 minutes long. You dig? At the end, if you're looking in the background, you'll see a guy sort of pop up out of nowhere. And it's kind of like he's confronting them, but he's not. He's being like slick about it because I guess at that point he suspects that he's talking to a phone. So he sees the phone, but there's two other guys that's coming behind him and they're masked up. And one of the niggas try to tell him, like, yo, there's two people coming. And then you can hear you see his son sort of like flint, not flinch, but kind of go for his phone. Like, oh, word. And he, and, he, and he like he was about to leave before they ran up on him. Allegedly, it was two masked men. You dig? You can see it as clear as daylight at the end of the video. Coaching this shit. Y'all niggas support coaching this shit. Y'all support coaching this shit.
everybody feel sorry for Cassie. Y'all feel sorry for Cassie. But y'all don't have nothing to say about everybody that went through what the f they went through in Bronx River with African man body. Allegedly. Nobody has nothing to say. Allegedly. About allegedly. 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 What the f everybody went through in Bronx River with Africa being bottom. Allegedly. Y'all suck on Puff. And what he did with that 19 year old girl. But y'all knew she was 19 years old when she st when he started f up. And y'all had nothing to say about that. Nah. See, it's the problem I have with. <clears throat> this is the problem I have with so certain cultures, right? Like, so in a hip hop culture, right? How is this? How is it wrong? Because I get it. Diddy's like Diddy was like forty three, I think, when he met um, Cassie or something like that. Forty three. Cassie was nineteen. Okay, Cassie was over eighteen. So there's that. Doesn't matter how crazy it sounds, how spooky it sounds, it's legal. Trust me, I'm not sticking up for Diddy, but just starting right there, like, that's fine. Like, okay, she was 19. She was signed to Diddy. She was under contract to Diddy. I don't see the victimhood of what she's going through. I just don't. I'm going to be honest. And she got a settlement, so what difference does it make? Yeah, let's talk about it. But where the hood at? Where the hood at? Damn. They said I couldn't come back outside, right? I dare you niggas. I dare you niggas. I dare you niggas. I dare you niggas. So another problem with this whole YouTube shit is when you bring street beef to YouTube, or if you turn YouTube beef, or if you turn like YouTube issues to street beef, not a good combination, man. <clears throat> I mean, I fuck with Hassan Campbell. Uh, Hassan Campbell, don't get me wrong, I fuck with Hassan Campbell, but sometimes he's kind of like the blueprint of what not to do, right? This nigga shows up to the hood that he grew up in. That people that he has funk with told him, you can't come back here, nigga. If you come back, if niggas tell you you can't come anywhere, if you can't go somewhere <clears throat> and they have the reputation and they have that authority to where if they want to, they'll shut some shit down. If you show up to that neighborhood, you know what comes with it. You know what comes with that. You know the consequences that come with it. And I think a mixture of maybe Hassan felt he had something to prove. So he had to show up to the block that people said he can't be on. And he's going to put it live. But then it was like, damn, that wasn't a good move at all, man. This is an L, my nigga. Now, I'm going to tell you how this shit goes. Niggas that fuck with Hassan, they expect him to go get get back. Or they that's just how it is. It don't matter how old this nigga is. Yeah, this nigga's like 50 something. Don't mean nothing. These niggas are bugged out. The nigga gotta get his get back. You can't come back. Awesome, let's bring the people to, together shit. <coughs> 
you threaten to kill everybody in a project building. So now people are, and I'm only speaking on what he's saying. I'm not making anything up. I'm just commentating, right? Now, when you go back to that neighborhood where you grew up, you're going to have beef. But to drive through every now and then, because if that's where you live or you got peoples there, <coughs> that's a different story because you're not going live doing this and that. But if you out there going live, telling people, telling your enemies where you're at, jeez, dummy move, man. I dare you niggas. I dare you niggas. Your mothers will not live in these projects. Yo, I dare you niggas. You. Somebody. You. He talking about clapping moms. Yo, this shit crazy, man. Tell me I can't do what? Y'all let that nigga come back to Bronx River and gonna tell me I can't do what? I dare you niggas. Cash, you can get $50 million. Because Puff decided to one female. But Africa Bambada, all the children, that nigga, all the children, all the children in Bronx River Projects, and ain't nobody got nothing to say about what? That nigga, this whole projects. Damn. He the big niggas. The yo, little- yo, allegedly, 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 bro. Allegedly. <laughs> God damn. Hassan Campbell, man, willing to crash out. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. I'm going for that rush. I don't care, bro. I'm going for that rush. I don't care, bro. School shooter. He first got in the streets, he came to me. He hustled, he sold drugs for me. I've seen him do it. Yeah, this nigga's in the hood, and he's telling the audience, people that's listening, like, yo. Africa Bambata allegedly um, fondled a bunch of kids throughout the entire fucking projects. He's not just saying one or two people in the projects or a couple kids can speak out about it at age, you know, 35 to fucking 55 at this point. Because, you know, Africa Bambata, you talking about the first hip hop family. So you talking about the 80s, my nigga, like early, like mid 80s or some shit like that. Um, <sighs> Crazy. Two niggas, the middle size niggas, he everybody. Damn. And ain't nobody got nothing to say. Notice how they keeping these numbers low. I wish a nigga would say something to me out this motherfucker. Say what? Out this right here? Nigga, say crash what? Shout. I dare you niggas. Crash I shout. dare you niggas. I dare you niggas. Y'all not playing with her song Campbell. Y'all playing with Poppy. Damn. I dare you niggas. Damn. I stab you niggas with a spoon. He's talking about stabbing niggas with spoons. Yo, what the fuck? you niggas. Whoa. No bad day. That's why y'all let that other nigga all these kids out here and got mad because I called that bitch in here. That nigga out. He niggas out here. Girls and boys, and y'all let that nigga. Damn. I refuse to tuck my tail in. I'm the realest nigga tuck forever, forever, ever, forever. Come on. <laughs> Yo, niggas in the building. <laughs> 
Yo, niggas in the buildings, in the project buildings, they've been listening. And they are not thrilled. These niggas are throwing beer bottles out the window. Nigga shit. And they like, you know, these project buildings, these are high rises, my nigga. These shits go up to like 15 to like 20 floors, you dig? They throwing bottles off the top, like <coughs> trying to hit this nigga. So now Hassan Campbell has got the people's attention that he's wanted because he's out there yelling. OK, so keep that in mind. Mission accomplished, right? <laughs> Mission accomplished. You got all the goons and street niggas attention. And now they are throwing beer bottles. All right. God damn. Shit getting brutal. I throw that body. Come downstairs and throw that body. What up, though? And like I said, you would think, all right, somebody just threw a fucking beer bottle out of their window down at me. Maybe I should leave, right? Maybe I should go, all right, these niggas is crazy. He could have left and been like, yo, nobody wanted to step out. Niggas just wanted to throw bottles. Boom. He would have won. That's a W, people. He would have won because he was out there for a good 15, 20 minutes talking spicy. Talking spicy with the jalapenos and the salsa spicy. What the? Got the jalapenos and the guac. Like, what the fuck? Spicy. Talking wild spicy. All right. Niggas threw shit out the window. I, my ass would have left. I'm like, y'all even got my homeboys with me. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Shit. I might even turn the video off just to make sure I get a clean exit so I don't get caught slizzipping on live. I don't get caught slizzipping while recording. That's not good. That's not a good look at all, champ. Your guard was down like that to let niggas run up on you and clap you? Damn. Can't be me. Negative. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Don't stay in the window. Come outside with the shooters. Damn. Don't stay in the window. He said, don't stand. Yo, just inviting the fuckery. See, this is, yo, and one person I'll never forget. <laughs> it, just stuck, it, just, it just came up now. It was one person there that commented um, suicide. It was some shit. I think they said something like suicidal Sundays. I'm like, God damn, these niggas shot. Suicidal Sundays. Because on some real shit, my man's willing to crash out. He willing to go in. He don't give a fuck. You dig? And it's not that I'm all for it because I ain't. It's just, you know, for the entertainment purpose. I mean, pretty entertaining. I hate to say it. <laughs> I mean, it's a fact. It's fucked up to say, but some people really put themselves in that position to crash out. And the people that really listen are the only people that listen when they want something like this to happen. Like, matter of fact, I want to look at the video after just to see how many views it got. I guarantee you it got like close to like 500,000. Has to. Those come outside with the shooters. Go 
I'm saying the window. Come outside with the shooters. With the shooters? What? What the shooters? What the shooters? What? School shooter. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. I'm good for them, bruv. I don't care, bruv. I'm good for them, bruv. He first got in the streets, he came to me. He hustled, he sold drugs for me. I've seen him do it. Yeah, he, uh, yo, my man, my man Hassan Campbell really on his AR app right now. He got to relax. You got to chill out. Shout out, yo, free AR app too, man. But that nigga did say and do some stupid shit, man, on wax. So let's just be honest. So I fuck with Philly, but God damn. Can y'all stop snitching on each other? Like, not stop snitching on yourselves. Like, damn, like, that's got to be great. Like, come on. This nigga Hassan said, come outside with the shooters. So now here's my question. He said, come outside with these shooters. So I'm expecting people now to be with him. That's very important. He mentioned that. That's very important. I just pointed it out. That's very important that he mentioned that. Come outside with the shooters. So he got niggas with him. I'm assuming. But I don't know. Who knows? What up, though? <laughs> Don't stay in the window. Come outside with the shooters. Crash out. Everybody got something to say. Crash if out. You a real nigga got something to say. Everybody got something to say. It's you a real nigga got something to say. Come outside. That's my shit right here. Damn. Crash out. Throw something else out the window. I promise you, I'll throw your mother down some steps. Yo, yo. I crash out over this yo. shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga. Yo. I'm good for them, bruv. I don't care, bruv. Yo. <laughs> yo. Yo. Throw something else out this window and let me catch you. I know every floor, every apartment, I will throw your mother. And while I'm throwing your mother down the flight of steps, I'm going to throw you down the flight of steps. You little niggas. Y'all niggas got me. Now, at this point, and I paused it here for a reason. Matter of fact, let me um, let me blow this up. Pause. Um, Because I'm going to do another episode after this. <coughs> Even though we're nowhere near the end of this episode. Matter of fact, I may do all gas, no breaks, just to get like an hour and 40 minutes, maybe an hour, 45 minutes. So we still got another hour. So anyway, what's crazy about this situation, right, is soon as I paused it, this guy comes in and this guy has a white hoodie, black jacket. You can see him clear as daylight because it is daylight, ironically enough. But you can see him, clearly. You also see a lady walking the dog. She got nothing to do with the situation. Now, the guy that's standing right in his view, I'm not, and, and trust me, I'm not saying this might be, this might be Hassan's homeboy watching out for him. Because regardless of what niggas say about Hassan Camel, he got street niggas that fuck with him. So you're not, like, 
like you could like depending on where you live you can be from other area and disrespect poppy but if you're in new york i mean they might be some niggas out there but the one guy who pops up now behind hassan is a playground to his to his left behind him is a playground to his right is this guy who's just standing there now, directly behind them, there's a tree. There's a tree with green leaves. You can see it. It's bright. It's actually a beautiful tree. You'll see two niggas come up from that area. And this is when things get sh- gets very dicey. Very dicey. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Nah, they're going to they throw another one. I may have to go to the actual, um, because I thought this was just going to be commentary. Shout out to Dead Pill Reacts for playing mostly the commentary and not speaking on it. Although I was curious to know what his thoughts were about the situation, but he already said it in the beginning. Um, They throw, I think, two bottles. The second bottle nearly hits him, or at least the glass hits up and hits him. Something like that, because I remember that shit. See? Look, 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 look. All right. Soon as he says, I see, there's two guys that appear to be running up. You dig? They appear to be running up toward him. Now, the guy who was on the side behind him was actually a nigga that was looking out for a sign. He said, yo, these these two niggas running up. And he's like, huh? Oh, I see. And then he grabs his phone real quick. Yeah, we got to get the <laughs> Yo, two questions. Well, first of all, he had he had his homeboy with him. Cuz ain't nobody just come out of nowhere and say, "All right, nigga, we'll drive you to the hospital." Somebody came out there with him. So there's there's that. So he wasn't really on a crash out mission, but he was willing to crash out. Like if he would have came up there dolo, yeah, he's asking for whatever comes his way. He came with somebody, which didn't make the situation better because the nigga still ended up getting shot. Was anybody busting back? I'm sure nobody's going to bring that up. Somebody had to protect. Somebody who had to been there to protect themselves. But crazy. I want to go to the I want to go to a point. Hold up. Yeah, they fucked up. They fucked up. They rocked the snot box. <laughs> BMG upper class. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. When when he when they said when he said, "Oh, I see him," 
he didn't see, I guess, somebody pulled up. And I think they really try to they try to set him up somehow because somebody pulled up in front of him behind the camera. But then somebody is also saying he faked all of it. So let's check this out. Poetic. The lore of Hassan Poppy can- Hold up. Yo. <laughs> Poetic. <laughs> Poetic Flacco. This fucking, this fucking dumbass nigga. This nigga from No Jumper. Um, he gonna be talking about it. So I want to see what he got to say. Because we going in with this episode anyway. So let's get it. Campbell is over with. I don't see a road to redemption or a bounce back after the foolery and malarkey he exhibited today. But before we touch on the foolery that took place today, we have to rewind a little bit and discuss how we got here. Asan's a YouTuber slash hood commentator who even got on YouTube because in his words, he wanted to save the kids and tell his story of getting touched by hip hop's pioneer, African Bambata, when he was a little boy. Dan Bada never stuck his in my mouth. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Allegedly. He put Vaseline on his balls. Allegedly. And he hopped on me because he knew if he, penetrated, he penetrated me that it would hurt me. I'd probably have to go to the hospital. I was a fucking kid. But here's the thing. And here's... Yo, this is... Yo. Yo. Here's what Hassan... Yo. Here's what Hassan didn't understand when he was getting on YouTube. He didn't understand that YouTube was a toxic place. The creators were toxic. And especially the sector of YouTube that he was getting into was a really toxic place. So when Hassan was being really vulnerable and divulging what he was divulging, he couldn't even predict or comprehend that there would be people who will throw that back into his face and use him getting molested as a kid of course. to clown him. Yeah, I did everything to bring back my pain and hurt me. Kevin Galipsy, he was the first to show me you don't have no, no friends on the internet. So what he did was he act like he was fighting with me against Van Bada. Then he started making fun of me being, that was the first time in the history of the internet that a made fun of me being wrecked. I didn't know how to deal with that. Which is understandable, because if you're as old as Hassan, then you remember the days before the internet where people was much more respectful because the conversations had to happen face to face. Bingo. I gotta give him, yo, this nigga Flacco funny as hell though. But I gotta give him that, because that's, but then again, this is the shit that I mentioned earlier. Well, what happens when you get niggas that's grown up, that's grown up in the streets, right? They grown up in the streets. They came from an era where niggas met face to face. They fought in the square. And that was it. When them niggas get to a point and they got the Internet and they got Facebook and they got YouTube. I hate to say it. Look at Asan Campbell. He's crashing out online. But. The intoxicating thing about it is he's getting recognition. And for the things that Hassan Campbell does talk about that makes sense, people are listening, people are watching. So like I said, that's intoxicating. They look at that and go, or or, or Hassan Campbell looks at that in some way and goes, you know what? You know, this will be my avenue. 
The problem is it's the Sotomayor theory. This is what I call the Sotomayor theory. And what it is, people like uh, Tommy Sotomayor, who was notorious for a lot of his opinions, what he considered himself as the king of controversy. But the thing was, the only time people were really paying attention to him, the only time people were really trying to like listen to what he got to say is when he's beefing with somebody. So now your whole career essentially is built off of the fact that you have beef beef with this person, you have problems with that person. Outside of the beef, the channel is lukewarm. Nobody want to hear niggas talk about anything positive. So they only there for the fuck shit. That's the type of person that Hassan Campbell became. Where now... He has to beef with a nigga in order to have the views. If he's talking about gun violence, and it's another problem with a lot of these street niggas, right? These street niggas, they contradict themselves twice as much as women, right? Because they talking about how they want to keep the peace in certain certain situations, but then when they want to crash out, they'll threaten to throw mothers out the building and they'll threaten to shoot niggas. Like, that's just not a good look, especially if you're trying to have that image to be a positive role model or to be somebody positive to bring some jewels to these young kids. It's just not going to work. But it's... He's right, though. Flacco's right. But what's not understandable is how Hassan chose to deal with people clowning him about being great. You see, Hassan decided to switch up his whole method and go down this toxic, uber-masculine route of self-snitching and telling fairy tales. Yeah. My brother stopped me from killing a lot of niggas. Yo, 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 brother, brother. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. I'm going for that, bruv. I don't care, bruv. Bruv. I'm going for that, bruv. I don't care, bruv. I'm going for that, bruv. I don't care, bruv. Y'all UK niggas is bugging, man. <laughs> Yo, quick PSA. Y'all UK drill niggas, y'all London drill niggas is burnt the fuck out. Y'all shot out. Them niggas up there are dangerous. Them niggas are shot the fuck out. I'm gunning for them, bruv. Hold on, hold on. I'm gunning for them, bruv. I don't care, bruv. Yikes. 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 Damn, son. Medic. <laughs> I'm not laughing at it, son. But when, when that nigga said... <laughs> when that nigga said he needed to go to... His boy said he needed to go to the ambulance. I thought about, um, what's that game? When a nigga gets shot, they on the ground, they like, medic. <laughs> I forgot the game. I think it was like a rainbow. It's like a rainbow. <laughs> it was a rainbow six or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that nigga was like, medic, medic, medic. Damn, son. Spicy. Yeah, this nigga really... 
Hassan Campbell is a problem, and I'm not saying he's not a street nigga, but I don't think he's the most intelligent street nigga. Like, yeah, sure, he's to be a street nigga takes what? Let me ask the street niggas, like, because I'm from the streets, but I'm not a street nigga. What does it really take to be a street nigga besides the ability to be able to crash out? That's it. Your rules, your rules and your morals and your ethics don't align to other people. So unlike other people who have morals, you don't have them. Given the time, if your pockets get light, you'll just rob a nigga. That's not morals. I don't care how street a nigga is. There's nothing. There's no morality in that. But when you're out there and you're reaching a point where he's at, um, off the record, which you've been on off the record a few times. Shout out to DJ Academics. You know, um, Axe put him on a few times. A good interview was with, between him. Um, DJ Academics had an interview with WAC 100, Takashi 69, and Hassan Campbell, which was a very interesting interview, right? It was different opinions. Three different, complete different, three completely different people, right? And three completely different opinions, right? Um... To go out there and be willing to crash out and people can say, oh, it's entertainment. No, it ain't. Even if Hassan Campbell is making everything up that he's saying, it doesn't make him look good in that in that position. You're in a you're doing an interview with academics. You don't got to be a super gangster like you just don't. And I checked out a lot of lives with Hassan where he's kind of just laid back. But I made this point before he's laid back when he's laid back. There is no. Um, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people involved. There's not a lot of the audience involved. If Hassan is blacking out, cussing niggas out, he probably figured out the algorithm like, oh, wait, these people like the nigga shit. So he turned up. But to be willing to crash out just for nothing? Ah, I don't know, man. I cried, 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 cried. Like, now, nah, why we letting this nigga go? Why we letting this nigga go? A lot of niggas, a lot of you niggas, a lot of you niggas, they let you, you niggas, a lot of you niggas, niggas let you niggas, they let you niggas go. And I'll be sitting up there crying like, I got kids to take care of now. I got a wife and family to take care of. But sometimes a nigga be wanting to be that nigga. Like, I'm not who you think I am. And I don't give a fuck about the jury or anything else. Because shit was taken away from me in these streets. Now, anybody who's from that environment, they can understand what Hassan Campbell is saying. They may not understand how he's saying it and why he's emotional. Niggas that's really in that lifestyle that's not talking about the shit rap music, they lose people. Don't matter how tough niggas think they are. When you watch somebody you're close to get shot in front of you, or if you watch some crazy shit happen, it changes you. So there's that way of looking at it. But it's also 
it's also sort of like it's not like the bed. It's it's not like the bed you lie in. In that sense, but it is kind of like contradictory. It's contradictory to a nigga that we just heard talking about willing to crash out and kill everybody in the projects. I'm just saying. And there's a lot of foul shape for shit that I've seen go on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. I'm not trying to have Bambada's peoples. I'm not trying to have Jay Prince's peoples after me. Allegedly. Because I still debate on taking niggas' lives. Whoa, 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 son. Whoa. Chill. This nigga's burnt, bro. This is on Spotify. He's on Spotify. Did somebody like, can somebody like talk to this man? Like, yo, bro, you about to go on Spotify. You really going to talk about like drilling niggas on spot? You're, you're on Spotify. Academic shit is on Spotify, my nigga. You going to go on Spotify and incriminate yourself? All right, brother. Good luck. Crash out. Bro wrote himself a side character soliloquy for an interview. Now, once the Shakespearean theatrics, <laughs> I guess, wore down on his audience and people <laughs> like stopped paying attention because they became desensitized to these interviews that he was doing, Hassan decided he was going to up the antes by doing real life pull-ups and show. Now, question. What does this guy think about Charleston White? Now, Hassan Campbell said it himself that he believed that Charleston White, <clears throat> you know, took a lot of his shit, took a lot of his his talking points. <clears throat> Do I personally believe that? No. Do I believe? I believe this. Right. Charleston White grew up in the streets. Charleston White was a street nigga at a young age when he was younger. He was able to find a way out. Now he talks about, he talks to kids about the street violence and shit like that. Cool. But when you go on YouTube and the only thing you're doing is crashing out and talking about the Jews, the gays and this and that, people going to look at you funny. In my humble opinion, besides besides Charleston White doing pull-ups on people and just pulling up on people and talking shit, which he talks shit on camera, so it's kind of the same thing. Hassan is supposed to be a nigga that used to be in the hood, a nigga that used to be involved and used to get busy, but he's changing his narrative and he's changing his ways because he wants to help the kids and the youth. All right, that's what's up. That's dope. Problem is, when you're a street nigga, you just can't turn that off. Like, yeah, I'm no longer, you know, involved with that. Like, if a nigga tries to approach him, he's going to crash out. He's going to do a two-hour live talking shit about you. And as long as you're not the person he's talking about, it's going to be entertaining. I, I hate to say it. It's entertaining shit. People that he was a tough guy they can't make fun of. And that's what led to this Bronx River incident. Crash out. Campbell pulled a gun on somebody, uh, got the footage, oh, and posted it on YouTube to show people that he was tough. You approach me. I stops the conversation. 
asked out my holy Bible about to give you some scriptures. Yo, this nigga's going to hell for real. That's the most wild use of terms that I've heard in my entire fucking Yo, that's funny as hell. I gotta bring that back. Yo, that's fucking hilarious. Yo, this nigga Hassan is funny as hell, bro. Like, yo, this nigga said, wait, he got the footage. No, stop. Stop. He got the footage of him pulling the blick? Yo, stop. Hassan, why are you doing it? Hold up, hold up, hold up. This river incident where Hassan Campbell pulled a gun on somebody. The blick? uh, Got the footage and posted it on YouTube to show people that he was tough. You approached me. I stops the conversation, backs out my holy Bible about to give you some scriptures. I'm standing there with my holy Bible about to read shorty some scriptures. Yo. Yo. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, this nigga's burnt, yo, yo. Hassan's burnt. He's on camera with the blicky. He cocked the blicky black. Yo, hold up. Come on, bro. Shout out to Poetic Flacco with this shit. I got to I gotta save his name because I would never have a... <laughs> I would traditionally never go through a video from Poetic Flacco. No offense. It's just, you know, not really uh, my genre of things to talk about, to say the least. Hold up. Let me say the lead. I got to put Poetic... Damn, this nigga's shot, bro. Flacco with with two Ks. What's this nigga? Blood? He got he got two he got two Ks on Flacco, right? Is that what it is? F L A K K. Yeah, this nigga blood or something. Find this nigga's gangbanger. Um, yeah, niggas is pulling out the blicky. Hassan? Stop it. Stop it, bro. Stop. I got the drop with my Bible about to read them some scriptures. There's no explanation for posting it. Got the drop. And posting it on YouTube. Hold up. Hold up. (laughs) Yo, he said the gun he called, for people that's slow, he called the gun the Bible. And when he said he about to read some scriptures, he about to shoot the nigga. Yo, that's the most foul shit. Yo, he said he was about to pull out my Bible. He said, I'm about to pull out my Bible and read a couple scriptures to this nigga. Yo, what the fuck? This nigga's a demon, bro. Hold up, hold up. Like, stop paying attention because they became desensitized to these interviews. Gotta that bring he was it back doing. again. Hassan decided he was gonna up the antes by doing real life pull ups and show people <sighs> that he was a tough guy they can't make fun of. And that's what led to this Bronx River incident where Hassan Campbell pulled a gun on somebody, uh, got the footage, and posted it on YouTube to show people that he was tough. You approached me. <sighs> I stops the conversation. Stops. Backs out my holy Bible about to give you some scriptures. <laughs> I'm standing there with my holy Bible about to read shorty some scriptures. I got the drop with my Bible about to read him some scriptures. There's no explanation for... <laughs> Yo, yo, these old heads is wildin', bro. Yo, word up, these old heads is tweaking. 
for posting this on YouTube, other than you want people to think that you're tough, so you will go leap and bounce, even if it means incriminating yourself and self-snitching. Now, Hassan went from this to just outright staging incidents, like when he called the police because apparently he disarmed somebody who tried to assassinate him. I'm the threat. There you go. That's the perpetrator. Take it. I called the police for you to come get it, right? So I'm the first. There you go. There you go. I called you on the phone. There you go. <laughs> I fucking lied when I called them to tell them. There you go. Here's the gun. Take it. That's what was used to try to kill me. I called you 911. It became really apparent the police was not buying this story of how a trained assassin came to kill Hassan. And through bravery and sheer will, he was able to disarm the assassin. All right, uh, an assassin versus a trained assassin. Let's 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 go through the difference. An assassin is a street nigga, right? It can be anybody, but in this case, it would be a street nigga that wants. <clears throat> well, an assassin versus a hitman. All right, so an assassin would just be like a street nigga doing a hit, right? A professional assassination could be anybody at any time because they would have the drop on what the man's doing, where he lives, for example, when he gets home from work, how long is he at the house on weekends? This is like hitman professional shit. Where they catch the drop on a nigga a week ahead, two weeks ahead, the hit. Because they want to make sure everything is planned the right way. Like, they don't want to make sure, like, you know, his boys is at the crib or niggas around. Like, they, they want to catch him at the right time. This was daylight. This was daytime. This was not a professional hit. Daytime? Stop it. Stop. The assailant had the gun dropped on the floor and the assailant ran away. Now, at some point during that live stream, he even accused the police of sending this trained assassin wow. to come and kill him. Hey, a motherfucker, I disarmed the motherfucker to protect myself because I know y'all stick the motherfucker. So when I woke up today and got the news that Hassan Campbell was shot on a live stream, I think it goes without saying that I was really skeptical. Uh Hassan has been relatively quiet for a while, and nobody is really picking a beef with Hassan as of lately, so Hassan decided he was going to make up. Now, this is something that Flacco don't understand, and I mentioned this earlier. Because you don't see beef going on on the internet doesn't mean it ain't getting spicy out here in these streets. Not everybody is posting beefs on the internet. Not everybody is hitting niggas up on Instagram talking about their tournament, turning niggas into packs. It ain't happening like that. If it gets really shaky, shit's going to happen. The niggas that's going, the niggas that allegedly shot at Hassan nine times out of ten don't have a YouTube channel. We can agree with that, right? So 
for Flacco to say, oh, well, nothing's been going on with Hassan. How do you know? Are you talking to Hassan every day? Like, the nigga, I'm sure he has street beef. But his weakness and his problem was he brought the street beef on wax. So that's crazy. Like It just makes the whole situation look bad. If anything happened, like now, <coughs> like I said earlier, Hassan Campbell would almost be held to that responsibility because if you were talking all this crazy shit about hurting people and doing this and that, and you got shot, allegedly, then damn, um, you might want to get some get back. And I'm not saying that to instigate shit, but this is a person that was going online with that energy. He was coming with that energy. His own beef and his own enemy. See, Hassan seen a situation going on with Cassie and Diddy, where Cassie allegedly got a $30 million settlement for levying accusations against Diddy. So Hassan was upset that Cassie was getting money for what she went through, but he wasn't getting a dime. Cassie could get $50 million. Mm. It's crazy how everything that I've said, and this is to let y'all niggas know, I'm really ahead of this shit. I was one of the first people to bring up, along with academics, everything that was going on with the whole Cassie situation and how, from my perspective, it was a misrepresentation of this woman empowerment shit because what Cassie was talking about, how she was doing this for the women who were dealing with this and that, how much money is she going to donate to the uh, domestic violence uh, uh, cause? Or how much money is she going to donate to... You know, stopping uh, women getting abused. Probably nothing, right? I was only mentioning it from my point of view. Hassan Campbell has a different point of view because he was actually taken advantage of at a young age, allegedly, by Africa Bambata. But not a lot of people were in his corner the way that people were in Cassie's corner. Now, I get to an extent what he means. Now, do I agree with it 100%? Not really, because if those people came to Hassan Campbell and was like, hey, we'll give you 50, 60, 100 million dollars to hush this shit up. He's going to take that money, bro. I, I, A lot of people, they're going to take the money. For being, in the, for being in a relationship that she don't like. But I can't even get no attention for the shit. That was done to me at Bronx River. The fuck is y'all telling me? What is you? What is you? What is y'all telling me? This sounds like a dude who has ran out of content, who has exhausted all the enemies he has to beef with. Damn, has nobody else to beef with. Have no drama going on in his life, but wants to conjure up good content. Now, what do y'all people think? Now, saying what I just said previously, right? Niggas, and if you were paying attention to what he was saying in the video, he mentioned niggas told him that he couldn't be where he's at now. So that was the whole point of him going live, going to that area. It had I don't think it had anything really to do. I mean, his content can have a lot to do with it, because if it's real street beef, why would you show up filming live? Like, that's that's my thing. If it's real street beef, why would you show up? to a, a neighborhood that you used to live in that you currently have beef in and just record openly and freely and be loud and disrespectful. 
I think Flacco, whatever Flacco has against um, Hassan Camel, I think it, I think you know what it is. I remember it now, if I'm not mistaken, because Hassan talked a lot of shit about Adam Twenty Two and No Jumper. I think in one live or something like that, and you know a lot of people you know weren't really cool with that because a lot of people are fans of you know no jumper but Flacco I don't think he understands like when niggas are in the streets and there's beef like that's not gonna be much back and forth on the internet maybe with these new niggas today I don't know but shit go down shit go down there's no warning there's no argument back and forth so he goes to his hood talks about Cassie and then he begins to have a manic episode. I swear to God, y'all niggas better not say nothing to me. Word to my mother. Conan. Word to my mother. Conan. Word to my mother. Conan. Word to my everybody. Conan. Brother. Conan. With my motherfucking knife. Whoa. I won't back down from nothing. Conan. The hood ain't gonna support me. Hey, 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 you know I gotta play it. You know I gotta play it. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. I'm good for them, bruv. I don't care, bruv. I'm good for them, bruv. Bruv. Yo, this nigga bugged out, man. Tweaking. Everybody. Step outside. Tweaking. I don't give a fuck who got a problem. Whoa. I'm here. Tweaking. Right now. <laughs> Tweaking. Y'all don't like me because of what I said. Let's go. Whoa. Let's go. Whoa. Let's go. Whoa. Let's go. Hey. Ain't no fucking talking. Niggas don't like me. Step up. Yeah. Right it's at this point I realize, all right, Hassan is doing what Hassan is doing. He's creating content. This nigga right here, now that I just looked at it, how he did it, this shit remind me of like an ECW. <laughs> <Please> stop. <laughs> this shit remind me of an ECW promo. Y'all know, Extreme Championship Wrestling, formerly known as Eastern Championship Wrestling. Um, Yeah, it, it reminds me of like an old ECW promo. Like all they had to do with the with the like the film is give it like a VCR sort of effect to the screen and it would look like an ECW promo. He's bugging. He's going out of control. He's spiraling out of control. Like people watched a train wreck. And some like Suicidal Sunday, that had to be the funniest shit I heard in my life. Cause they said they said Hassan crashing out, like he just on a suicide mission. And it nigga said Suicide Sunday. But somebody else had commented and said, we are literally watching a train wreck take place. That's pretty much the closest thing. Like, cause for one, and like the nigga had like a video, he had a live video, like everything that he's doing contradicts his message. Right. But that's like old heads. That's like how most old heads are. They contradict themselves. Like, when you talk about teaching these children, helping these children, all right, 
You start off talking about the Africa Bambada situation. Now, he said this shit himself, so I'm not putting words in his mouth. He wanted to expose the Africa Bambada situation. He realized that the people he felt that would be in his corner weren't. So he fell back. Now, when he fell back, that was seen as suspicious because it's like, hey, if this person really did such and such to you, you know, why aren't you pressing the situation? So then he went back on the forefront. He did a lot of videos. Now, this is the problem with Hassan Camel, just like the problem with Charleston White. They on one end, they're doing things to help the community. But on the other hand, the shit that they're doing on the Internet and the people that they're beefing with is not helping their cause. So in one hand, the causes that they have, the good things that they do, it gets overshadowed by all the negativity and bullshit. You know, what I mean, hood politics online, all types of crazy shit. Right. So now. You got a guy, like I said, it's the Sotomayor and and it's the funniest thing, right? Because if you think about it, these three people have so much in common. Tommy Sotomayor, Charleston White and Hassan Campbell. If all three of those people could sit down and do like a two hour stream about certain issues or what was going on in the world, that would be the most entertaining thing ever. The Sotomayor effect in which I've already explained it. It's a situation where you start lukewarm, right? You talk about situations. Situations are mild, but that's kind of what you're aiming for at first. You're not trying to wow or shock anybody. You just want to give people your opinion on things. Then you realize that, hey, you know, these situations are a little bit more touchy. Let me see what happens. Let me talk about this subject. Um, you know, let me talk about feminism or let me talk about the manosphere or let me talk about what else is out there. Let me talk about politics. But the way you go about it, you shock people. People go, whoa, this is crazy. I've never heard anybody talk like this. But in return, you get the backlash of other people's solid opinion of you. You're only talking about a person's speech. These people are trying to find your location. These people are trying to find where you work. So it's like a, it's a give or take. But then you find yourself in a situation where, well, damn, this is the only thing that people want to hear about. The fuckery. People only want to hear the arguments. So guys like Charleston White and Tommy Sotomayor and Hassan Campbell, while they were doing their cause, while they had, well, besides Tommy, Tommy was just wilding the fuck out. But with Charleston and Hassan Campbell, while they have their so-called causes going on, they're beefing with guys. So they're going live, disrespecting them, disrespecting the wives, girlfriends, even children of these individuals. We know in the streets, that's you get killed for shit like that in the streets, in the hood. You get killed for that, especially kids. You push if you mention anybody's kids out, even outside of the hood in the suburbs, white person going to fuck you up for that because it's like it's an untold rule. Like you don't mention people's kids. Like get the fuck out of here. Like that's different. Even mob shit like niggas talking about, oh, we're going to hit this guy. Oh, he's with his brother. Fuck it. We're hitting him, too. Like that's. 
that's the rules of the shit, right? But if that man was with his child or his wife, they're like, nah, don't hit him. Don't do it. No wife, no kids. That's even in terms of just talking shit about people. That's always sort of the unwritten rule. You don't talk about a person's kids, the mother and shit like that's I mean, even that. Growing up, I grew up. Like I'm looking at my elementary school right now. You feel me? Like that's how close I lived in this in this area, right? Growing up, when you talked about somebody's mom, you was fighting. But if you talk about somebody's kids as an adult, yeah. But all these people, including Tommy, which is why I came up with the Sotomayor effect, where the only thing you're really seen for is your shock value. When you want to talk about something different, you take the risk of losing those people that's been following you. But you have to come to terms with reality and go, well, that's not what I want to talk about. That's not who I am. And be willing to take a loss. You see what I mean? Rather than fake the funk for a win. Just my opinion. Right. I refuse to believe that Hassan is having an aneurysm because Cassie got $30 million for being a victim. Hassan right now is putting on his best Denzel impression. He's back to trying to have the world think he's tough. So he pulls up to his old hood and he's yelling at 7 a.m. in the morning. Damn. <laughs> about absolutely nothing and calling out the ops he doesn't have. But apparently somebody upstairs got sick and... So... Where is this nigga from? <clears throat> Hold up. Not trying to dox this nigga, but I want to know where he's from to know so much about Hassan Camel. Because I know this nigga works for No Jumper, right? I get that. Hold up. Look, I know this nigga works for No Jumper. He was known, by the way, for being spit on. A nigga spit it on him. On no jumper, which by the way, that's a funny ass clip. Nigga really spit on him. Um, I don't see anything. I don't see anything about. Is he a musical? Is he a music artist? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. This nigga ain't a musical artist, right? Nah, that's another, it's another Flacco. Um, I probably got to put Flacco, no jumper. It's probably what I got to do. But yeah, to say that he's, he's beefing with invisible enemies and to claim to know so much about him, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Um... Yeah, it really just has. Um, yo, they say this nigga. <laughs> yo, yo, they sick. Hold up. Let me read this Reddit. Let me read this Reddit comment real quick. Reddit says has a post that goes poetic. Flacco obviously has autism R slash no jumper. I definitely think he's autistic, too. I have been thinking this for a while watching him. 
over the past few weeks. And all the things, now I don't want to read through the whole thing, but yeah, they don't say much about him. <clears throat> he's from Philly. I guess he's he's from Philly. All right. Well, I mean, I think some people just don't know. Like for me, for me to say that, and like I said, I listen to, um, like I listen to Hassan Campbell. I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of Hassan Campbell, but I can honestly say a lot of things that he talks about makes a lot of sense. Now, the way the way that I look at Charleston White is a bit different. I think Charleston White, and that's kind of like, it's kind of like his downfall is he's a spectacle. Like, he's a clown show. He'll say a couple of meaningful things, but a lot of times it's just to get people's attention. Tommy Sotomayor was in the middle and was actually more effective, in my opinion, than all of them because the things he talked about made a lot of sense. Even though he did things for shock value, there was still logic in what he was saying. And he was also one of those people that he had disagreements with people, but he's his his way of dealing with it was excuse me, his way of dealing with it was he wanted to have discord online. He wanted to have debates online. And, you know, people like Brother Polite, people like Sonetta, people like uh, Hassan Campbell even had these debates with Tommy Sotomayor. Now, all of these people that I mentioned, Hassan Campbell, Charleston White, Tommy Sotomayor, they're all equally as respectful, are all equally as disrespectful. Now, Tommy never joked around about raping bitches, but Charleston White has. He's joked around about raping white women. Uh, Hassan Campbell threatened to fuck uh, Doggy Diamonds in the ass. You can look it up. It's out there. Um, Charleston White jokes about raping white women. Tommy Sotomayor is more controversial about his opinions of the black community. That's the only, that's the, really the only thing that's held against Tommy. But everybody else besides Tommy is street niggas or supposed street niggas. Tired of Hassan screaming, so they threw a bottle down at Hassan. I'm the realest nigga to, forever, forever, ever, forever. Forever. Come on, Sean, throw that fucking body. Come downstairs and throw that fucking body. Nigga, crash out. And throw that fucking body. Nigga, crash out. Damn. Bitch ass nigga. Come on, Sean, and throw that body. Come outside and throw that body. If I see that body come out the window, I guarantee you I come outside. I live in this building. I'll come upstairs and fuck you up. Word to my mother. Word to my mother. Throw it again. Throw the bottle out the window again, bitch nigga. 
I'll stab your mother to death. While watching this, I was still like, I'm unsure if this is real or fake. But I was 80% sure this was a sign playing on theater. This was straight up theater. <laughs> and it's at this point I realized, bro, Assad has a hidden talent, bro. He can write a Broadway play the way he's setting this up. Now, a bottle or glass got broken. Uh, we didn't see the bottle come from any trajectory. There's no voice that's yelling at Hassan back. Hassan is yelling in open air at the sky. Don't wait for me to turn my back. Come downstairs. Alright, so yeah, there is kind of that, but there was one time where they threw a bottle <clears throat> and I seen the bottle where it, drew, where it was thrown at. It kind of looked like it could have came from the building. I'm just saying, like, plus, who's going to throw bottles in the air so it hits the ground just to be theatrical? I don't think it's that serious. I think there was really some shit going on with Hassan Campbell and whoever lived in the area because he already talked about it. <clears throat> Which I said before, it's a crash test dummy move. It's a dummy move. You're a dummy. That's that's not a like to go into an area that you have beef with as a father. I mean, I'm not really going for this being made up, but I, like I said, we're going to go through this and I'm going to give my final opinion, my final thought, and then we're going to wrap this episode up, man. It's Sunday night, you know what I mean? This is Sunday night heat, but this is really a crash out Coliseum special, all right? Come downstairs. Come downstairs. Again, we still haven't heard a voice from the window yelling back at Hassan. Hassan is legit talking in the air right now. Now, a fan walks by, recognizes Hassan, and was trying to show love, but Hassan had a knife behind his back and told the fan to keep it stepping. Right now, yo, this is method acting, bro. Hassan right now is dedicated to this role and to this character, bro. Basura. Oh, that's great. Yo, I didn't even peep that. Yo, not the shivy. <laughs> this nigga got the shank. Yo, stop, bro. Like he ate. <sighs> All right, knowing the situation now, I'm gonna be honest with you. I still fuck with Hassan Campbell's content to an extent, but it's almost like you pay attention to the message and you leave the messenger alone. I'm going to say that again so a lot of y'all niggas can really understand what I'm saying. Like, sometimes with certain people, you really just got to pay attention to the message and leave the messenger alone. You dig? When you in, whether it's your old neighborhood or not, you're not from there anymore. And obviously, the people that's from that area that you grew up with, they not fucking with you like that. If you come in there talking shit, holding the knife behind your back, like, nonchalant, like, yeah, niggas is going to come with the smoke, bro. Like, that's just, that's common sense, bro. Like, and I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, that's, because I watched, like, I watched this shit earlier. There's a couple things that I didn't know about this. 
which makes perfect sense now for whatever reason he decided to do this. For one, he was it was stated that this was 7.30 a.m. We all know that's faking the funk. That's like when 6 9 said he went to Chicago, but that nigga went to Chicago at like 1 o'clock in the morning to talk shit. Like, niggas ain't going out there during the daytime. Them niggas would clap your ass up, man. They would have rat trapped him. They would have clapped his ass up, man. Niggas in Chicago don't play that shit. BDs would have trapped would would have would have jammed them up. GDs would have jammed them up. The Lords would have jammed them up. They would have got they, he he would have got jammed up if he would have came to the hood at like 7 30, 8 o'clock at night when niggas is really out there, like trapping and shit. Like they would have got they, their car would have got tagged the fuck up. Something serious. You feel me? It would have looked like Bonnie and Clyde at the end of that shit. Nigga, it would have looked like the homeboy from uh, Godfather when he pulled up to the checkpoint and all them niggas lit the car up. It'll look like that, bro. Seriously. I'm not saying this to glorify anything, but that's faking the funk. Look, if I had beef with somebody and these people live like 40 miles away from me, for whatever reason, I got beef with these niggas. If I drive to their neighborhood, go live at three o'clock in the morning and talk about, yeah, these niggas never be outside. My nigga, it's three o'clock in the morning. What are you talking about? What Hassan Camel did was the opposite. He, you do a pop up at seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Niggas is still asleep. Like niggas ain't working. Niggas that have the street mentality like this, they're not working like that. They're not productive. Nigga will wake up at 1230 afternoon like it's regular every day. So when you show up to a nigga's block or to a nigga's projects at 7.30 a.m., it's sort of the same thing as going to somebody's neighborhood at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, granted, it's daylight. People can see you. But you know for a fact that most of these niggas either are not there or they're not consciously awoken. They're not they're not awake. So, yeah, this is different. And the homie got the. Nigga brought the shank with him like it's 87, bro. Relax. What's good, though? Yo. What's good, though? Don't throw it out the window. I ain't running. Oh, we got Poppy outside. Let's go. Oh, we got Poppy out. This nigga said, oh, we got Poppy outside. I'm ready to bang a nigga with the blade. Pause. Pause, 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 pause. Pause for the cause. Pause. I'm ready to bang a nigga with the blade. What's up? Poppy's here. And they, they, I hate to say it, they popped Poppy. Like, that's that's the streets for you. Hope you kids learn something. Nigga, if you want to do something, you better just get to it. Don't spend time going on Facebook, going on social media, wolfing back and forth, nigga. Just go, just come with it. Because niggas that do this shit, and like I said, I got to keep telling you, I fuck with Hassan Campbell, but niggas that do shit like this, this is like real antagonizing bullshit to where if something bad happens to him or one of his homeboys around him, he's going to feel like the dickhead. He's going to be the crash test dummy. What up, though? There's literally no ops around. You got people walking by telling her sign, yo, I'm a fan, homie. Yeah, see, and that's the that's the thing. <laughs> so there is this, there is a weird, this, there is something weird about this, right? If you in a hood, if you in a projects, but then again, this is 7.30 in the morning. If you're in the hood, if you're in the projects, and you're talking shit about niggas 
from this project. And other niggas that just so happen to live in the projects go, hey, what's good, Bobby? We fans. Yo, yo. And you spazzing out? Like, bro, what's going on? Well, he's yelling at the sky. What up, though? No, bro. You are around friends. <laughs> friends are showing love to you. Fans are showing love to you, bro. There's no ops around. Hassan had movies. is creating ops in his head. Don't throw a bottle and hide. Come outside. Nigga, I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm out here. Damn. And if that keep on playing with me, I'll flood this fucking building Whoa. with a thousand niggas. Whoa. We got fucking Paul Castellano. We got we got we got Paul Castellano here. Paulie. What is it? Paul Castellano? Whatever. He you know, he did. Gotti Gotti and um Sammy the Bull tore his ass up, allegedly. This is all known information, but Paul Castellano, this nigga said, I bring the entire I bring the entire outfit in the house and into the project building. This nigga's burnt, man. Gotta, I gotta be very non-biased. Oh, I am biased in terms of me listening to the content of Hassan Campbell. But I have to be non-biased in my commentary because this is from multiple sources. Dead Pill Reacts, shout out to them. Um, shout out to Poetic Flacco. But I'm kind of I'm trying to just give my personal spin on what's been taking place. Play with me. It was at this point I realized this is 99% theater. But it wasn't until I saw this moment you're about to see that I realized, oh, okay. <laughs> this is a hundred percent fake. But this is not just fake, this is really bad. Alright, what is it? I see. Hassan looks in front of him after a dude who knows him tells him something, and he says, who's that, in a panicking matter. But when we look at what he's looking at, the person he yells, who's that to, is at least like 300 feet away from him. But here's when I realized this was 100% fake and couldn't believe that Hassan was dumb enough to try to pull this off. I see. It's at this point that everything clicks. And he said, who that? <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. The reason why I don't think this looks, I don't think this is fake. I mean, from how he's explaining it, I can understand is how he reacts before stopping the phone. He's like, who's that? And he kind of hesitates and grabs the phone. So it's as if he's hesitating, grabbing the phone, grabbing his shit, running to the car and that's when the situation happens when they fire at him. Because on the corner, you can see two guys out of the cut. You you can see it. But I think Flacco is looking at another person that's in that shot. I don't know, man. This shit sound very crazy. For me, and I hope you guys didn't miss it. Let's rewind and hope you catch it this time. All right, hold up. I see. That was a jump cut. Live streams don't have jump cuts because live streams are live. Everything that happens, happens. You don't get to edit things out of a live stream as it happens. 
But what we just saw was Hassan reaching for his phone, then a jump cut to him being in a vehicle, which means the live stream that we are watching is actually a pre-recorded video. Okay. But I wanted to figure out why did Hassan upload a pre-recorded video as a live stream to four people, but he wasn't actually live. So I kept watching to see what... Ha. You know what? And I got to admit, because there was one guy who was already talking about in a live stream, Hassan got, got shot. So I, that's when I started watching it. But then I realized, wait, if it's a live stream and a shot, Hassan just got shot, why are you going through it? But then I realized it was already done. So I went to Hassan's channel and it was already uploaded called Let's Go Live. And we know Hassan Campbell was known for doing three and a half long videos. So when I saw it at 25 minutes, I'm like, wait a minute, something had to happen. Now, keep in mind, when was the last time I even went live on you? I don't think I ever went live on YouTube. So I didn't, I didn't know how YouTube works when it comes to not being able to pause recordings, right? Like, I, I'm just recording audio, right? If I want to, I can just pause the audio, right? I can pause the audio, light my joint up, and go right back to talking like nothing's happened. I didn't know you couldn't do that on live. But then again, I I should have known because that's kind of, like, obvious. But that is a good point. Damn, Flacco. Let me find out. Flacco. That's a good point. The grand finale was going to be. What all this hoopla and theatrics and Broadway play was about. <laughs> and the finale didn't disappoint. Exit on Westchester Avenue. I need to get to the hospital quick. Just about to take the second exit on Westchester Avenue. In a quarter of a mile. Uh, leave it. Come on, go, go. I got you. Go straight. Go straight. I need to get to the hospital. I got Shot, you, son. I'm going to get you the ambulance. Red light camera reported ahead. Ah. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait. Hold on, let me just get your ambulance. I'm only getting hot. I know, that's why I said just pull over. Let me get your ambulance. The grand finale was Hassan Campbell got shot on live. He was going to go mute and ghost from the internet, have people think that he had died, and then pop up like the Wolverine for an epic live stream. And he even went out of his way to make people think that he was live. Stop calling my fucking phone. I'm in the hood. Y'all know where to find me. 1455, Bronx River, Harvard Ave. I ain't got nothing. He wasn't live. Here's what Hassan actually did. Hassan went to Bronx River this morning to record a video. And after he recorded the video, he edited and chopped up the video to make it look like he was shot. And then he came to StreamYard type in create live stream and use the pre-recorded video to pretend like he was live and he got shot on live stream. Listen, there's a slim chance that maybe he was shot while recording the video, edited the video up and then posted it and pretended like it was a live stream. But even if that's the case, to me, that's even more psychotic, right? You got shot on camera. so, So you, edited up the clip and posted it and pretended like it was a live stream and you was really like that and in the hood on live and got shot. 
Now, I don't know where Hassan Campbell is going to go from here, but I think this right here is going to kill his credibility, to be honest, man. But y'all let me know in the comment section, what do you guys think? Are you guys thinking this is real? Will Hassan Campbell really on live stream? Did he really? All right. <coughs> All right. Here's my rundown on it. And I got to give Flacco a lot of credit. But there is a lot of criticism that I have for this as well. Um, breaking down him, breaking down the things that he was breaking down makes a lot of sense. Matter of fact, <clears throat> I tend to do this with a lot of the crazier videos that I go through live. In other words, I'm literally on YouTube now going through the video. I like to go through the comments briefly because they're, they're always funny. <clears throat> uh, one says just two hours ago. Imagine walking past a middle-aged man screaming at his phone like this. Another one three hours ago says, I feel bad for his kids. Shake my head. Imagine having him as a father. Damn. Another one said two hours ago, you broke everything down perfectly. Hassan is a clown. Three hours ago, I'm embarrassed for him. One hour ago, so nobody is going to speak on how clear... This man is speaking, no stuttering, clear, and actually making sense. Um, another person said, people acting like this in the Bronx is normal. Literally, he would not turn heads screaming like that. I guess. Damn. Another comment. He's just upset Cassie got paid and he's not. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, crash out. Yeah, this is a terrible crash out. Uh, another comment said, clout chasing is now officially more deadly than AIDS. God damn. Someone else said, give this man an Oscar. Um, it's not that he ran out of content. It's that he's mentally ill, period. Wow. People really got now dude. it says dude is having a mental breakdown is sad. Now that's something I think, I think the sensationalism of the situation is simple. Flacco is obviously not a fan of Hassan Campbell. We get it. Um, losing. It's funny. He talked about losing credibility. Your boss, Adam22, is losing credibility as we speak. I'm just saying. Now, he ain't crash out like Hassan, but he's letting his wife get fucked on camera. Okay, same story, different page, homeboy. Like, straight up. That's how I look at it. Um, Hassan's issue stems from a lot of things, man. Um, the childhood trauma of what happened with him with Africa Bambata allegedly and I only, I'm only saying that to protect my name. I'm not saying that I believe or disbelieve the situation. Um, you got that. You got a street nigga who's apparently been through some things, been locked up, been locked up with street niggas, did a lot of street activities. Nigga really didn't get any sort of therapy or any sort of like healing from the things he's been through. There's a lot of niggas that's roaming the earth just like that today. They didn't seek the right therapy. They didn't go about doing things the right way. And they got a lot of skeletons and a lot of fucked up things in their closet. And when people open that closet by mistake, you see everything that's in it. Right. Hassan became one of those people, like I stated before, just like Tommy Sotomayor. 
People watch these guys because they want to see them crash out. They want to see if somebody can finally shut them up. They want to see if somebody will finally cancel them. That's what they want. So when I hear, when I grew up, I don't know why I said grew up, but technically 10 years ago, when I was 25, damn, that's 10 years ago. God damn, I'm old. God damn. Anyway, 10 years ago when I was 25, 2013, I was listening to a lot of Tommy Sotomayor. Now, a lot of shit he was talking about, the controversial shit, and I can just bring it back to that day or to those days when I would listen to Tommy Sotomayor just 10 years ago, especially around Christmas time, because he would talk about, you know, you know, the bitches doing out of pocket shit during Black Friday. Niggas is stealing bitches is stealing weave, all type of shit like that. And I go, yeah, this shit's funny as hell. And the way he goes about it. Some would even some would even compare him to academics in a sense where people say that academics only goes after women. He doesn't go hard going after men. And it's just so wrong. Like he he's violated Rory and Maul. Like he's violated them. Repeatedly. Um, Freddie Gibbs violated him repeatedly. Um, but with Tommy, he goes really hard on the black women. So that's kind of where a lot of people fall back from him. But for me, I didn't see a problem in that. What I saw was what I call the Sotomayor syndrome, right? The Sotomayor syndrome where you have to be out of pocket just to get an audience. So it's like you're looking for people just to beef with, just to get some recognition. And with Tommy Sotomayor, I think he got demonetized and then they permanently terminated him for some shit. And that was the end. You don't hear from him anymore. Uh, When people no longer go along with the spectacle, and I think the Sotomayor syndrome or the Sotomayor effect, I think the Sotomayor syndrome is a lot more catchy. The Sotomayor syndrome being shock value. Just like with Howard Stern, I mentioned with Howard Stern um, the last episode, he had a hype based on his shock value of the show. When that shit was no longer acceptable, and it was like they they really started hammering down the FCC, they had to go another direction. Some people aren't able to go in another direction because they're so used to the direction that they're going. So I never seen Tommy Sotomayor stop talking about the things he talks about and possibly getting more political. I've never seen that from him. I've seen him as a guy who is willing to crash out, talk about the situations in the black community that many people don't want to talk about, which actually, in my opinion, makes him more good than opposite. <clears throat> Versus in a Hassan Campbell, even though I watch his shit, I can honestly say When it comes to bettering the streets, he's not going to be one of those people who's a part of it. Now, I have a very strong opinion when it comes to this, because I don't think my son or any of these other niggas are in that category either. I think we have enough of the resources, the tools and information to lead ourselves and be our own leaders and possibly by doing that, be able to be a positive example to others, regardless of what we do. You see what I mean? 
But when you're going in that direction where the only thing that's selling for you is an argument or it is some beef, it's just never going to end well. It's never going to end well at all. But yeah, now I'm pretty much... This is a roller coaster. I'm not gonna lie, because this is almost like me knowing about it. It's like me seeing a video earlier. <clears throat> I was just gonna go through the basics of the video and everything about it, <clears throat> but I felt it would be better to have others' perspectives and others' opinions on it, so I can kind of compare them to what I have. And my thoughts have changed about it. I don't believe that Hassan even been shot. I really don't. I believe that this could have been a stunt. This could have been a way to get to the bag. This could have been a lot of things. The glass being thrown out of the window, allegedly, was that thrown somewhere else? Who knows? But anyway, the crash out Coliseum has concluded in the meantime and in between time. And until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel with the Crash Out Coliseum. I'm going to have Wack. Let me get Wack here to wrap things up before we before we exit this uh, close to two-hour episode. I'll catch y'all next time. But until then, I'm signing out. Peace. I'll crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga.